Thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us here at His Hard Line for 1% or less with him. It is Monday, April 4th, 2022, and I'm so happy that you are here listening in. I hope you all had a wonderful weekend, and I hope you had a safe weekend. And I hope wherever you are, the weather is fair and the sun is shining high and shining bright on your face. Uh, Where I'm at in Kentucky, it is a beautiful day. It actually started off kind of cloudy and rainy, um, but it cleared right up. I'm actually looking at the window right now. And uh, yeah, it actually, you know, some clouds out there, but I see some blue, so it's kind of nice. Um, but anyway, I just hope everybody had a, you know, a very, very good weekend. Um, so anyway, um, today uh, we're going to be reading out of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes um, chapter nine. I know I didn't pronounce that right. Um, I've always had a problem trying to pronounce that, um, but you know, such is life. Um, but anyways. The subtitle, so first off, like I said, we're reading out of chapter nine. I was reading that today. Subtitle says, no one knows the future. And I thought it was very fitting because in a time such as these that we're going through right now, when I say a time such as these, I mean, we are living in a time right now where obviously we cannot trust anybody in the media. I don't care what side they're on. We cannot trust the internet. We cannot trust all the podcasters out there and all the independent news uh, journalists out there. I mean, there's so many different sources of information out there and I'm not saying they're all bad, but they're, I'd be willing to bet. And I'm not a betting man. I don't like going out to the, you know, I don't like betting. I don't like gambling, but if I was a gambling man, I would put my bets that there are more sources out there that put out fake and fraudulent and misleading information out there than there are that put out proper factual informational, um, you know, knowledge out there. And that's, again, one of the biggest reasons why I started his hard line is because, you know, I wanted to make sure that, um, I was one of the few that were out there because there are a few out there and I'm still trying to discern myself who they are. Um, but one of the biggest things that I don't hear a lot of podcasters um, do, you know, even though they talk about current events um, and what's going on, right? Different things as far as like the great awakening and all the different truths that are spilling out, you know, the whole, just everything, but you know, different conversation for a different show. But at the end of the day, it's so hard to get, anything of substance that's real anymore. And so that's one of my biggest missions here is first off at his heart line is to spread the word of God, spread God's good news from the Bible, which is why we have 1% or less with him. And for those of you that are new out there, 1% or less with him is basically meaning that 1% of your time out of a 24 hour day is just a shade below 15 minutes. Now, we should always be in prayer throughout the day, you know, talking to God, just in general conversation doesn't mean you have to get on your hands and knees and pray, you know, nothing like that. I mean, just having conversations, right? Just, you know, hey, Father, like, what do you think about this? Like, this is what I'm thinking. And, you know, I need your input. Can you guide me? You know, things like that. Or, hey, I need... I need your discernment, Lord, because I'm having struggles right now with trying to figure out X, Y, and Z, right? Like, that's what I'm talking about when I say pray. Like, we should always be in a constant um, state of prayer throughout the day with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and God. 
But, you know, we there are so many people out there in the news, you know, independent and mainstream news out there and podcasters. And um, there's so many of them out there that are trying to, you know, be on the cutting edge of information, right? Be the first one to break this or that. It's like, well, first off, that's not necessarily a way to go because being the first to break something doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be correct or accurate or even, you know, or factual. And so I thought that this chapter was very fitting, chapter nine, where it says no one knows the future. And so it it reads this, I'm going to start reading, and this is what it reads. All this I have kept in my heart and all this I examined. The just, the wise, and their deeds are in the hand of God. Love from hatred, mortals cannot tell. Both are before them. Everything in the same for everybody. The same lot for the just and the wicked, for the good, for the clean, for the unclean, for the one who offers sacrifice, and for the one who does not. As it is for the good, so it is for the sinner. As it is for the one who fakes takes an oath, so it is for the one who fears an oath. Among all the things that are done under the sun, this is the worst, that there is one lot for all. Hence, the hearts of human beings are filled with evil, and madness is in their hearts during life and afterward to the dead. For whoever is chosen among all the living has hope. A live dog is better off than a dead lion. Know that they are to die, but the dead no longer know anything. There is no further recompense for them, because all memory of them is lost. For them, love and hatred and rivalry have long since perished. Never again will they have part in anything that is done under the sun. Go, eat your bread. With joy and drink your wine with a merry heart, because it is now that God favors your works. At all times, let your garments be white and and spare not the perfume for your head. Enjoy life with the wife you love all the days of your vein of the vein life granted you under the sun. This is your lot in life for the toil of your labor under the sun. Anything you can turn your hand to. Do what, with what power you have, for there will be no work, no planning, no knowledge, no wisdom in Sheol where you are going. Again, I saw under the sun that the race is not won by the swift, nor the battle by the valiant, nor livelihood by the wise, nor riches by the shrewd, nor favor by the experts. For a time of misfortune comes to all alike. Human beings no more know their own time than fish taken in the fatal net or birds trapped in the snare. Like those, mortals are caught when when an evil time suddenly falls upon them. On the other hand, I saw this wise deed under the sun, which I thought magnificent. Against a small city with a few inhabitants advanced a mighty king who surrounded it and threw up a great siege works about it. But in the city lived a man who, though poor, was wise. And he delivered it through his wisdom, yet no one remembered that poor man, though I had said wisdom is better than force. 
Yet the wisdom of the poor man is despised, and his words go unheeded. The quiet words of the wise are better heeded than the shout of a ruler of fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one bungler destroys much good. And that concludes the reading of chapter 9. I just wanted to take a quick glance at some of the uh, notes here, the scripture notes here at the bottom. Just kind of curious to see what it says. Uh, see, when it, with regards to chapters, uh, let's see, verses 1 through 3, it says, Love and hatred, everything is the same. God seems to bestow divine favor or disfavor, as in love and hatred, indiscriminately on the just and wicked alike. More ominously, the arbitrariness and the inevitability, the inevitability of death and adversity confront every human being, whether good or bad. That's absolutely true. I mean, it goes back to that old saying that we always heard, right? There's one thing certain in life and it's death and taxes, right? No matter what, nobody's going to escape death, whether if you're bad or good, right? Rich or poor, nobody escapes, escapes death. Now, let's see here. Now it's talking about, let's see, in verses four through six, the, a live dog. No further recompense, human reason and experience persuaded uh, Quoleth that death with its finality and annihilating power. Nah. All right. These notes are kind of a little eh, for me, I'll be honest with you. But some of the things that I underlined here that I thought was noteworthy that I did want to discuss here. Um, let's see here. What was it? Where did I see this here? Hold on, I'm just reading again. Well, I mean, for one, where it says um, everything in verse uh, two, everything is the same for everybody. The same lot for the just and the wicked, for the good and for the clean, the unclean, obviously, you know, for the one that sacrifices, the one who does not. As it is for the good, so it is for the sinner, as it is for the one who takes an oath or the one who fears an oath. Among all the things that are done under the sun, this is the worst, that there is one lot for all. Hence, the hearts of human beings are filled with evil and madness is in their hearts during life and afterward to the dead. So interesting because, again, just like it was saying in that one note, no matter what, who you are, clean, unclean, good, bad, right, wicked, righteous, we're all given the same lot. That's why, like I said, with his hard line, though, with 1% or less, with him, him being Jesus Christ and God, right? We all have the same 24-hour period in a day. What we do with that time is a whole different animal. It's a whole different story. Like me, after I put in, well, literally, I commit half my life, which is 12 hours. Whoop. Sorry. Sorry about that. I accidentally hit that button. That was a me mistake. My apologies. But what I was saying was, um, you know, I, I put in 12 hours behind the wheel of a, of a, of a fuel truck. There goes half my time already during the work week. And never mind the half hour there and back from work. So there's 13 hours. So now I'm down to 11 hours. Well, of course, I got to try to fit in some sleep in that 11 hours. And usually it's about five-ish hours, maybe six if I'm lucky, but typically five. So now I'm down to seven hours, right? 
So now I'm down to seven hours, six to seven, we'll just say. So now it's like, okay, well, what am I doing with the six to seven hours? Well, depending on the time of year, I could be shoveling the driveway or I could be mowing the grass or I could be doing, you know, gardening or I could be painting, you know, touching up a door, painting or whatever, right? Playing with my daughter. You know, we all have the same time and it's just a matter of what you do with the lot in life that was granted you from birth all the way to death. What are you doing with that time? Are you just sitting around watching TV and just binge watching Netflix while you're eating, you know, a half gallon of ice cream? Not going to lie, been there, done that. And I probably would do it once again if I was really having a really lazy day. <laughs> but not Netflix. It'd be pure flicks because Netflix is straight up evil. I do not like what they promote there. But a um, little sidebar, uh, if anybody has pure flicks, check out the movie Tulsa. What a great movie. Um, just a excellent, excellent movie about a little girl who, um, lost her mom and she's in an orphanage or foster care. And the foster mother was terrible, was abusing the little boy in the movie. Uh, you not really, doesn't really go into details of that. It's just kind of more like a prelude in the beginning of the movie. And anyway, long story short, she ends up going with uh, the little girl I think she's nine goes with her father that she always thought she had from a picture that she found in her mom's Bible. And so anyway, it's a really cool story about a, a man who struggled with his life with alcoholism, smoking, uh, pill taking, uh, you know, just all the struggles in life. Right. But anyway, check that movie out. It's a, it's called Tulsa. It's a very cute movie. You'll really, really like it. It's a great movie. Um, but anyway, but back again to, you know, what you're doing with your lot in life. All right. What are you doing? How are you spending your time? Are you using that time for good? Are you, you know, sharing love with your family? Are you, you know, doing things in service of others? Are you trying to improve yourself by reading? I mean, what exactly are you doing? And listen, I'm not saying that you're not allowed to, you know, you're not you're not supposed to have downtime because downtime is definitely important too. Don't think I don't like just to sit up on the deck on a nice sunny day while I got the grill or the smoker going, cooking outside with a couple of, you know, uh, my Bud Light little uh, seltzer, uh, whatever you want to call them. They're like little sour seltzer cans. Yeah, I know they're a little girly, but that's okay. You know what? They're not strong. I'm not a hard liquor guy anymore like I used to be. And uh, it just gives me something refreshing to drink on a nice hot sunny day and doesn't really, you know, it doesn't destroy me. But, you know... Like me, like again, back to my six or seven hours that I have left. So if I'm not doing something on the house, I'm trying to make sure I dedicate time to my family, you know, right? doing dinner, cooking dinner, having fun with, you know, my wife and daughter. Um, sometimes it entails maybe family walks or going on a family bike ride. And then when I'm not doing that, it's like, okay, now I need to fit in some time to work on this podcast, you know, because it is my commitment to everybody out there. Well, first off to God, because this is what I, this is what he called me to do. I feel this so deeply in my heart. This is exactly what he called me to do. And again, I'm an imperfect person. I'm not a Bible expert. I'm not a pastor or any of that. I just, I love reading the Bible. I love the power that it yields because it is the sword of the spirit that is the most powerful weapon in the world. And I'll tell you what, I'll be honest with you. I have a concealed carry permit from pistol, but you know what? I'll be, and this is the God's honest truth as God is my witness. I carry my Bible more around with me than I do my pistol. In fact, I probably care. I care. Well, not probably. I 
I do because I have it with me right now. I carry my Bible 100% of the time. It is everywhere I go. The only time it may not be with me is if we're in my wife's car and my Bible is in my car. Um, but that's not to say that there isn't a New Testament little pocket Bible that's inside her glove compartment. So no matter where I'm at, there is always a Bible at my disposal, a paper Bible. And I'm not talking about bringing up an app on the phone because I can't trust electronics. And so where am I going at with all this? Where I'm going at with this is it's one of the reasons why I started this because I felt the call from the Holy Spirit and from God that this is what I needed to do to use my skills of the past when I used to live in intentional sin in and out of nightclubs as a DJ to do this and use this platform on behalf of God, because this is God's platform. This is not mine. Yes, I am the technical guy. I've helped put this together, but at the end of the day, I'm getting my instructions from the Holy Spirit. At least it seems it would be. And so at the end of the day, you know, I'm trying to just do my best to follow instructions. We're all given the same lot in life. We don't know what our future holds. No one knows the future. We don't know when our time is going to be up. We don't know if we're ever going to be struck down with some sort of illness and die at a premature early age. We don't know if a car is going to come barreling down the wrong way, you know, down the wrong way of a, of a highway and crashes into you head on like what happened a couple weeks ago to a poor 22-year-old young lady in Michigan. You just don't know what's happened, what's going to happen. And it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what your faith is, what your choices are, whether if you believe in God or not, what we're all given the same lot in, in this life. We're all given the same 24-hour period. What are you doing with that time? Because time is an unrecycled, it, it, time cannot be recycled. It's a, it's a precious commodity that you can never get back. And so anyway, I say all that to say this. Be intentional with your time. Be thoughtful with your time. Be generous with your time. Helping a neighbor out. Being kind to a stranger on, on the street. And yes, I am still working daily on that. What I say behind this mic, I'm not saying as somebody who is a teacher or a, you know, anything like that. I say this to you, and I say it for my own self as well. So, anyway, I know we ran over a little bit. But that is what was on my heart, and I felt compelled to put it out there. Do a quick closing prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another great day. We repent of our sins. We ask for your forgiveness. For all the sins, known and unknown, that we have committed throughout our lives. And we are working daily 
I know those that are listening to this are working daily to live more intentional and to get away from intentional sin. Guide us and be your light. Be that guiding light for us. Give us your orders. Give us your decrees and we will follow it. At the end of the day, we're just trying to get more Christ out there in people's hearts so people can be bridged to you. So when that unknown event happens in the future where you call us home, that we may be solid in our faith and with the servitude of how we used our time here on earth, that you'll be able to grant us an invitation to your heavenly kingdom. In your holy son's name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Excuse me. That is all I have for today. Please do me a favor. Visit the website, www.hishardline.com. Share it far and wide, please. I'm on Telegram. I barely post much on there, but that's the most active one that I'm on. I'm also on Gab. That one I'm not too crazy about, but I'm still kind of... mm. I go there more or less to scroll rather than to post, so just full disclosure, but I am a little bit more active on Telegram. I'm just not a social media person, so I'm just going to be fully honest there. Um, But but there is a uh, part on the website on hishardline.com where it's... uh, HHL post. It's a link um, where I'm, I've been posting lately. I haven't just because of how busy I've been for the last you know week, um, but I'm going to start doing that starting tonight or possibly tomorrow. Um, that's like kind of my little form of social media without being social. Um, so, but check it out. Hishardline.com. That's the main source to where anybody who doesn't have a Podbean they can go and listen to replays um, on the media player under the uh, podcast link. So please share that. www.hishardline.com. And that is all I have for today, and I hope you have a blessed night. Have a good day and a good night. I want to say thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.hisheartline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.